Hello, Makers in Minnesota friends and fans. We have a whiskey dinner coming up featuring Keeper's Heart Whiskey made right here in Minneapolis at the O'Shaughnessy Distilling Company. Started by cousins and lifelong friends Patrick and Michael O'Shaughnessy, they both had a vision to make whiskeys worthy of their rich Irish-American heritage. Helmed by world-renowned master distiller Brian Nation, they set about building a state-of-the-art distillery in Minneapolis to produce world-class whiskeys and serve as a source of pride for their Irish community. At their distillery, the magic of whiskey making begins with three triple copper pots, where they make American whiskey in the traditional Irish triple distillation style. Their flagship offering, Keeper's Heart Irish American Whiskey, is the first whiskey to blend the very best of Irish and American distilling traditions to deliver a truly unique and remarkable taste experience. At this dinner, you'll taste each of the components that make up Keeper's Heart Irish Whiskey, paired with food courses prepared by Nick O'Leary, the Lexington's heralded chef. Like Makers of Minnesota's dinners in the past, I'll be hosting, but we'll be joined by O'Shaughnessy Distillery's master distiller, Brian Nation, who will walk us through each course and help us appreciate this American Irish whiskey made right here in Minnesota. So join us February 15th at the Lexington for a post-Valentine's Day celebration with Keeper's Heart American Whiskey. We'll be the exclusive diners in the restaurant for the evening, and you'll mingle with me and toast your fellow whiskey lovers. We'll have a limited number of tickets for this special night, and when they're gone, they're gone. So go to thelexmn.com and sign up via Eventbrite for their Makers of Minnesota Keeper's Heart Whiskey Dinner and Tasting on February 15th. Again, get your tickets now at thelexmn.com. and welcome to the Makers in Minnesota podcast where we talk to cool people doing cool things. And today we are on Zoom, obviously. We have been for, gosh, going on the better part of two years now with these recordings. And I really appreciate everybody that's made it happen. Today we've got Brian Nation and he is uh, in Ireland, actually. And we also have uh, Patrick O'Shaughnessy, who is in Minneapolis, I believe. And we are talking about a new distillery that has opened in the Twin Cities, and I'm super excited about it. It's O'Shaughnessy Distilling Company, and they are making, what do we call it? Do we call it an American Irish whiskey? Do we just call it an American whiskey in the Irish form? What do we call Keeper's Heart, your new delicious whiskey? So we are at the distillery where we're making American whiskey in Irish style. So effectively, our, our philosophy is around Irishizing American whiskey and Americanizing Irish whiskey. And Brian, you were the distiller at one of the most famous Irish distilleries in the world, correct? That's correct. Yeah, I was master distiller there for seven years. Okay. And I three years working there, yeah. So Patrick, how did you meet Brian and convince him to come to the coldest state in the world <laughs> to come and make you an American whiskey in the Irish style? Well, first of all, he didn't tell me he was cold. <laughs> uh, that it was snowing which it actually is snowing right now so uh, <laughs> all tales about how warm the weather here the climate <laughs> sweeping across minnesota <laughs> uh, but uh no you know we is our, our kind of backstory is you know irish family obviously and we were at a family reunion 
Uh, and normally, you know, you celebrate and have a good time with your family. And we were, of course, drinking Irish whiskey. And uh, as the night uh, got on, that idea, that spark of an idea of, you know, what if we could, you know, have our own Irish whiskey or our own American Irish style whiskey. And so uh, that idea just kind of uh, became a really, you know, just a kind of a burning passion uh, to explore. And we learned a lot about Irish whiskey history. And, um, you know, as we learn more, eventually I had the opportunity to reach out to Brian. I actually uh, didn't have a con direct connection, obviously, to him. So I actually sent him a direct message on LinkedIn. And everybody knows that you only get about like 98 words. So I had to be really careful or kind of paint a quick vision, if you will, that I hope would, would spark his curiosity. And to my kind of shock and surprise, Brian actually responded to me. I was, I was so flabbergasted that it actually took me a few days to know what to write back. Um, but we connected by phone and, you know, I think Brian, we, we immediately found a kind of a connection over the phone that led very quickly to myself, my cousin, Michael and, and Jerry O'Shaughnessy, my uncle arriving in Cork. Uh, and we met up with Brian and, uh, and his wife, Una, and, you know, we, I think we both thought it was going to be like an hour long kind mm -hmm. of courteous dinner, uh, but uh, five hour, Brian can tell his side of the story, but five and a half hours later, we hadn't even begun talking about whiskey. We were talking about life and family and experiences and aspirations for your life and your, your kids and all of this. And it was just magical. It was like finding a long lost friend. And I think we both knew in that night that there was a, a connection. But of course, Brian has his family side of how that came together as well. Brian, let's hear your version. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for for me, when, when Patrick reached out to, to me on LinkedIn, um, my my response to Patrick was, you know, look, I'm not actively looking for a job or anything like that. So, but you know, I'd be interested to to learn more about what you're what you're talking about. And then the phone call, the follow up phone call, you really could get the passion and the enthusiasm and the belief that Patrick had about what they wanted to build and what 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 the uh, you know that there was a niche market there that was looking at you know an, an Irish American type whiskey as well. So from that point of view, that sparked my interest. But I'll always remember the end of the call because Patrick said, you know, I might be in Ireland in the next three months. Would you meet me? And I said, yeah, but I said, look, you know, uh, I'm not interested in, in leaving where I work. Um, to be quite honest with you, I'm, I'm very happy with what I do. But if there's anything I can do to help you that doesn't conflict with what I'm doing, then by all means. And I was no sooner off the call and I was explaining this to my wife and she was kind of saying at the time, you know, you're very busy. You're never going to leave Irish distillers. You know, what are you doing this for? And I said, look, nice guy. We got on well on the phone. And if there's anything I can do to help, we'll, we, we'll do it. And next thing, a text came through and I said, I'll be in Ireland in the next couple of days with my with, with my cousin and my uncle. And I was kind of going, whoa, OK. <laughs> These <laughs> people are for business. real. <laughs> so and then the meeting that happened, um, myself and Una came to meet Patrick and, and Michael and Jerry. And to be honest with you, the expectation was that it was only going to be an hour and a half, two hours. We had a childminder um, that a babysitter to, for two hours. And we said, you know, we'll be back. And 
It was what what I loved about it and what Una will talk about as well is that the complete, you know, relaxation. There was no it was no discomfort. It was actually all a very, very comfortable evening. It was like as if we knew each other before. There was a great sense of friendliness. We had the same types of values. We had the same types of beliefs in terms of, you know, it was about our family. We spent the evening talking about family, what was important to us. And by the end of that evening, um, we got into the car to leave. And my wife turned around to me and said, if I had no kids, I'd move to Minneapolis in the morning. And I was shocked because she was very, you know, you're never going to leave. Right. And all this. So so that really kind of made it even more real then because I had been excited by it. Um, but it was a big, important factor that my family had to be uh, had to be behind it as well. And to be honest with you, between us actually ending up making the jump and, and, and making the decision, there were times where I would have chickened out because of you know, different things. COVID, there was delays on visas, everything like that. Yeah. But Una was brilliant in so far as that she kept it going, saying, you know, we have a fantastic opportunity here for our kids to go on this oppor- to go on this adventure and really, really work with some fantastic people. So. I'm so happy we 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 continued that and and that where where we are today. Patrick, it's kind of interesting that the distillery did the distillery and the distiller, the master distiller happen at the same time. Like would you have gone ahead with building the distilling company if you wouldn't have had the relationship with Brian? A great question. We we would have, uh, you know, we were uh, we kind of gotten to the vision stage, and then we had done kind of all of the the diligence to how do you build the distillery, uh, getting into the engineering design. So we were we were actually well underway, uh, and uh, you know, as serendipity uh, kind of came along, that really just kind of gave us this amazing foundation where we could do what we were doing kind of in an inspired way led by Brian, where there was a real foundational pillar of authenticity of kind of the history of, of Irish whiskey that Brian has held as, as a master distiller over at, at Jameson and Redbreast and, and just the integrity of then how he could make American whiskey in the Irish style based on kind of everything he knows at a craft level. So it really just kind of catapulted us to a new kind of platform to do what we were doing. But, you know, we were we were going to go down the road and I'm, I'm sure happy that our, our journeys intersected and we're now on the road together as collaborators. <laughs> so Keeper's Heart Whiskey is the whiskey that you all have collaborated on. And the distillery opened in the spring. And... Let's be honest, that wasn't an awesome time to open only because COVID has is still raging. We're in the middle of the Omicron virus right now. And as of this broadcast, uh, they have just required all Minneapolis and St. Paul restaurants to have um, masks, not only for the staff, which a lot of folks are used to being masked, but also the patrons. It's been a hard time, yet the the... Keeper's Heart seems to be on every liquor store shelf and what has gone on at retail has been a boon. So tell me about what that wave has been like. 
well, you know, it's it's been, I think, for everybody in hospitality, it's, uh, you know, when you're kind of looking at on-site, you know, bars and restaurants, it's been a really challenging environment. And restaurateurs across the board have been under pressure and have been doing the very best they can. So, as you said, it's not the most ideal circumstances. There was kind of a wave of, of good news in the last few months until, unfortunately, Omicron came in with... Uh, with uh, kind of bad news to, to the hospitality sector. But, um, you know, uh, we, we've got a great following here at the distillery. And I think it's, it's great to see that, you know, as Omicron kind of takes hold, if you will, that there's a way to do it safely. And, you know, we're, we're all about following the guidelines and keeping our team safe and our, and our patrons safe. So that's kind of the road we're on, you know, at the physical distillery in, in, as you said, in, in the retail uh, side of it, at, at liquor stores and so forth, we've been able to partner with a Minnesota company, a family company called Johnson Brothers, which is a large distributor, really has a big foothold in the Minnesota market. And I think that their team and the people that they distribute to at the liquor stores and so forth have just really fallen in love with the kind of a Minnesota story the story of, of, of this world-renowned master distiller creating something totally unique in an Irish and American whiskey, blended whiskey. It's kind of almost a new category to itself. The liquid is fantastic. And I think they just really fell in love with it. Uh, and so they've done a fantastic job, as has our, our sales and marketing team, really going out and, and being with, you know, re- liquor store owners and on-prem restaurants and spending time and educating them about the whiskey and tasting the whiskey with them and creating that moment, which is really about celebrating kind of our time together, which is really what our brand is all about. So we're just thrilled that it's it's kind of uh, kind of just been a little bit of a rocket ship here in the Minnesota market in terms of retail distribution and stores. The distillery itself is just gorgeous. I mean, it is absolutely gorgeous. You have beautiful outside space. You're right um, in the shadow of Surly Brewing Company, which has had a lot of success from a maker perspective. You're also in a really burgeoning neighborhood um, near Malcolm Yards and with the stadium. And there's a lot of youth and activity and vibrancy in the area. If COVID wasn't here, let's just project into the spring and summer because my personal belief, and I'm not a doctor, but I think this could be the virus's last stand is what's happening right now where it's infecting so many people that by the time we get to spring and summer, it will be a more normal trajectory of a virus that we'll learn how to deal with and to, it will be endemic as it, as it were. So if we look at ahead to spring and summer, like, what do you feel like the experience will be at the distillery? Distillery? Will you be doing outdoor events? You've got a huge, beautiful event space. Yeah, I, you know, I think, we, uh, as you said, we've got uh, the distillery is, is a really nice showcase to, to bring the experience, the whiskey experience to people. It's it's warm. It's inviting. It's cozy. There's there's a big main bar that is the pot, the triple copper pots that are the traditional pots of, of making Irish whiskey loom over the main bar. And so you get to kind of live in that production feel. And then we have a old historical potato building that uh, that we're in, which is kind of cool because our roots as a family are coming over to Minnesota through the heart of the potato famine. And then, as you said, there's some beautiful outdoor spaces 
with a patio and an outdoor container bar. And we really hope, as you do, uh, Stephanie, that the things really do open up and that really allows uh, people to be here and experience something great. But we'll be having, you know, certainly one of the big things on our radar coming up, of course, is St. Patrick's Day. And we're we're hoping, you know, with, with you know, we'll see where all the conditions are. But if we can do that uh, safely, we're planning to have a really big party with an outdoor tent and still be a little bit cold. It's March. So there'll be hot toddy bars and there'll be uh, punch bars and, and so forth. So St. Patrick's Day will really launch our first kind of big event of the spring as hopefully things open up. And then, you know, we probably expect concerts and so forth outdoors uh, to really create a, a fun summer. Yeah, it's such a, I, I was walking around this fall and was in the area and it was struck me how it's just a great area that you could park and really experience a lot of different things in a short period of time. You have a great neighborhood. There's a lot of community there. When we talk about taking this product, Brian, were you impressed with what the distilleries are doing in the Twin Cities when you got here? Absolutely. I mean, like one of our one of our uh, real kind of goals is is to put. Uh, Minnesota and Minneapolis on the world whiskey map, you know, because there's great there, there's great opportunities for what we're doing in terms of the type of whiskey we're making, the scale of what we're making it at as well, because, you know, we we have a fine distillery at, in in uh, Malcolm Avenue and effectively it's a very versatile distillery. It's got great flexibility, but our focus will be on innovative whiskey styles in the Irish style. And like we'll be looking at triple uh, pot distilled, triple copper pot distilled bourbon, triple cop- copper pot distilled rye, and obviously our American single pot still, which we're making at the moment as well. So it is great to be able to do that innovation. And I think it is following on from other innovations that are happening in distilleries in, in, in Minnesota and Minneapolis across the board as well. And we just we, we want to be part of that trend of innovation. And we feel that we're bringing a unique taste profile to the market that, you know, is appealing to people. We've seen that, the you know, the, the Keeper's, Keeper's Heart Irish-American blend is is really popular among a wide variety of uh, enthusiasts and people that are looking to experiment. And I think that's down to the versatility of the whiskey. Obviously, the quality of the whiskey is very, very good, but it's also very versatile. So that means that people can enjoy it in lots of different ways. And if you look at the way people uh, enjoy whiskey nowadays and, and, and enjoy uh, their, their socializing nowadays, they want to experiment. They want to try different things. And having a glass of Keeper's Heart, be it in neat on the rocks or as a long drink or even in cocktails, the flavors of that whiskey really do shine through. So we're really, really happy with that. It had to be interesting, too. There's so much heritage grain that's grown in the Midwest, in Minnesota in particular. And I know for the distillers, it's really opened up a lot of innovation for them in that respect, too. When Absolutely. You, I know for we're going to be having this dinner at the Lexington, which is why we're doing this podcast. It's going to be on February 15th, which we did plan, by the way, because Keeper's Heart, you know, it's a post-Valentine's Day thing, which I thought would be super fun. But when people... <laughs> 
come to the dinner and they get the opportunity to meet you and, and go through the process, how will you introduce them to the whiskey? I know we're going to have multiple pairings and courses, but generally when someone goes to a whiskey tasting, how does it work so that people know what to expect? Well, effectively, what we, what we'll do with the experience of, of of getting to understand Keeper's Heart and getting to understand the different flavors associated with Keeper's Heart Irish American, we'll do what we call a component tasting. So when we talk about our Keeper's Heart Irish American, it's actually a combination of pot still Irish pot still whiskey. Irish grain whiskey and American rye whiskey. So it's the first of its kind to actually take the real powerhouse flavor of Irish whiskey, which would be pot still, and take a powerhouse of American whiskey, which is rye, and bring these together to create this unique taste profile. So what we'll actually do at the event is you get the opportunity to taste each of the components individually and get to understand the process and the maturation and the flavors that are contributed by each of the components. And then you finally get to taste the the actual keeper's heart itself. And it allows people to almost detect the different aspects that each of the components bring to the overall taste profile and flavor of the whiskey. And it was one of the objectives we set ourselves when we were putting this whiskey together was that each of the components needed to play a part in the whiskey. We didn't want any component in there just to be a filler. We wanted to make sure that each component gave a, a certain characteristic to the whiskey. And as what I love about Keeper's Heart is that as it sits in your glass and as you get the whiskey to actually heat up and, and, and warm up, different flavors begin to evolve and it takes you on that journey of those components as well. And you get different taste profiles each time you go back. So the the event on the 15th will be a really exciting, hopefully educational, but fun as well. And and have great time with people coming together, enjoying, enjoying time together with Keeper's Heart. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I have become a whiskey. I'm not an aficionado and I'm not even a lover I'm a liker on my way to being a lover, but I'm because I love the stories and I love the complexity of it. And for me, just to be able to be talked through that process and to storytelling with you, Brian, and the O'Shaughnessy family. And I just I'm really excited about that experience because I'm just, I'm, I'm on the journey with you. Like I want to appreciate this product. I want to learn a little more about it. And I want to, at the end of the day, when I order a drink, really have a better understanding of what it is, because I yes. think it, this is a unique opportunity for someone to sit with someone of your caliber and learn about whiskey and the pairings and Chef Nick O'Leary at the Lexington and just the Lexington in general, such an institution in St. Paul. Yes. So I'm just, I'm thrilled. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to spend time with you. You can get tickets for the dinner at thelexmn.com. There is an event right there and we will sell out. It's generally, we're going to have a special night in the restaurant. We'll start in the, uh, in the bar area and have a a signature cocktail. And then we'll move into the dining room and we'll have the multi-course experience and the restaurant will be closed to anybody that's not a part of the dinner. So if this appeals to you, I think it would make a great Valentine's day gift, but that's just me. Uh, (laughs) We're really looking to get you back into the United States, Brian, and to have Patrick meet you and the family in more detail. And thanks for allowing us to help bring your story to this group of people that really are interested in whiskey. And it's going to be a super fun event. Thanks for joining me today, gentlemen. 
Uh, we're delighted. Uh, thank you so much. It'll be a great night. We'll see you on the 15th of February. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks, bye-bye. All right, so now that you've heard from Brian Nation, I bet you are even more excited to taste their delicious Keeper's Heart Irish whiskey that they make right down the road at the O'Shaughnessy Distillery Company in Minneapolis. You can join us for the Makers of Minnesota Keeper's Heart Whiskey Dinner at the Lexington in St. Paul on Grand Avenue. I can't wait to meet you and introduce you to some of my favorite Twin Cities whiskey-loving friends and makers, so get your tickets at thelexmn.com. But hurry, this special event won't be available long. So go to the LexMN.com to get your tickets for the Makers of Minnesota Whiskey Dinner with Keeper's Hard Whiskey.